Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Autonomia, the show where we bring ideas from the libertarian left to everyday people and foster conversation on what we believe in hopes of proving that we all have far more in common than we are trained to believe. My name is Hayward, and I am your host. As always, our intro and outro music come from a song called A Bigger Cage is Still a Prison by System Failure. If you'd like to look up this song, the band spells system, C-I-S-T-E-M, for political reasons. There's nothing I want more than to sleep under the night sky. Hear the animals as they go about their lives. Feel the fire warm my body, feel the mud under my toes. But tonight, this cell keeps me in Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate anyone that might still be listening to this podcast, because boy, as we know it, it's been uh, well over a year since I've released an episode. And uh, it seems like every episode I start comes out with an excuse of why it's been so long since I put anything out. And uh, this will be no exception. Uh, I have been without a computer for quite some time now. Seems I get my phone fixed and uh, then I get my computer in a situation where I'm not able to put out any sort of content. Um, I'm recording this now with the hopes that I'll be able to get some sort of content out very soon. It's um, the 18th of February, 2022. And uh, the big thing that I wanted to talk about is is something I've been doing for a while as sort of a, a very low-grade, but in my opinion, important type of political activism. So I don't really have a, a name for what I do, so I guess we can just come up with the sarcastic title of Revolutionary Exhaustion. <laughs> and where that comes from is a frustration of constantly seeing people have this robotic interaction that we always share among ourselves. How are you doing? Good. You? Good. Walk away, forget the conversation, have no genuine human connection to show from that discussion. And I think that's very frustrating. And part of why I think that's frustrating is because just about everyone that says they're doing well is lying to you. And that might be a um, coarse type of statement. It might be a bit of a depressing type of statement, but I, I think it's extremely accurate. I, I think it's very hard to tell people that most folks are doing well underneath this system. Um, just about everyone has something they're frustrated about, and having talked to thousands of people all over the world from every different socioeconomic or racial cultural background you can expect to encounter when traveling the world, I had just about everyone tell me some variation of, I'm miserable, I'm tired, I'm sad, I miss my family, I miss my kids, I hate that I have to spend most of my time working for money that I'll never get, I hate that I have to contribute to a system that seems to view me as an enemy more than a, a, a participant. It's, it's the kind of situation where it's difficult to feel as free as they tell you that you are. And 
given that the cost of living seems to be consistently going through the roof and our wages certainly are not, what does that start to mean? Does that does that put us in a situation where we can never imagine a quality of life that previous generations used to have? And and if that's the case, then why are we continuing down this trajectory if the quality of life is decreasing rather than increasing? One would hope that if you have a society, you are consistently pushing the boundaries and making things better, not finding new and innovative ways to keep you oppressed and held down. You know, we we want freedom. We want a, a place where we can have autonomy, not a larger or nicer cage. At least that's what most people have told me in one form or another. And so bringing back to the interactions that we have from day to day, a lot of people will say, how are you today? And this person almost always is uh, some sort of a service worker who's obligated to ask you how you're doing today. And most people, rather than see a chance for a genuine human connection, don't say anything other than, well, I'm good. They have their own pre-rehearsed response. And then they ask how, the, how that person is doing. And the cashier, who almost certainly hates their job, says, oh, I'm doing great. And they both forget that interaction. There's been no human contact made, and we're just a little bit more separate than we all were before. So the end result of that kind of behavior is just continuously distancing yourselves from your friends and neighbors or people that could become your friends if you were able to find some kind of a shared connection. Or maybe you might feel a little bit less alone in the fact that you're not feeling good. You're not feeling great. You're not having a wonderful day. You might be really stressed. You might be really tired. You might be miserable. You might be feeling all of these things that are impolite to bring to the attention of others because we've been trained that we need to deal with our problems all alone. And we need to look within ourselves for the solutions to problems rather than look within the systems that are slowly murdering us all. So what I do in these situations, whenever someone asks me how I am, is I almost always say, I'm exhausted. How about you? And I usually say it with a much friendlier voice simply because I want to have a connection with that person. I want to have a discussion with that person. And just like people always say, I'm good, as a rehearsed response, I almost always get some variation of a sigh of relief and someone saying, yeah, same. Or I really feel that way too. Or, oh my God, same. Those kind of interactions are so much more human than they would be if we just have the same pre-rehearsed response. How dehumanized do we become if even our interactions with each other on a daily basis are reduced to a pre-rehearsed response? That's not the kind of world I want to live in. And I happen to think I happen to think that you will have a much better chance at realizing that world if all of you around happen to have discussions and come to the mutual conclusion that this world is not built to our benefit and then have the courage to ask the question if this world is not built to our benefit why are we submitting ourselves to it if this world is getting worse and worse and worse for us why do we have to continue obeying why do we have to continue doing the things that we hate every day and staying away from the things and people that we love in order to keep ourselves alive in the system that is again 
killing us. An anarchist friend of mine who's part of the New London Mutual Aid Collective, a, a group that I co-run and, and co-founded, said about this concept, if everyone answered that question honestly and asked that question honestly of each other, this country would be on fire within a week. And he didn't mean that in a negative way. And perhaps that, that's scary to people, given that we have a certain uh, pre-rehearsed response to the idea of our country being on fire. Um, and he was speaking, of course, somewhat metaphorically. But think about it this way. If everyone around you were to share their suffering rather than hide it and put a happy face mask over their face, it would be a lot easier for people to realize commonalities in their suffering, and it will be much more probable that people might realize a common cause for their suffering. And then you can organize against that common cause. This is the sort of thing where it's the basis of organizing. Any sort of political organizing that you see finds some sort of shared commonality and then tries, at least, to prescribe a solution to it and pursue that solution. So when I tell people I'm exhausted, and then they say some variation of I am too, I then go on to say, well, just about everyone that I say that to says some variation of the same thing. And maybe that says something about our society. Or maybe I say, well, that's depressing because pretty much everyone I say this to says the same damn thing. And the hope is to plant a seed there, is to say to this person, you're not alone in feeling suffering. You're not alone in feeling hopeless. You're not alone in feeling exhausted. Most people feel this way. And so rather than just hide, rather than just be this happy Stepford Wives self that hides everything about you, you become vulnerable in front of a person. And when you allow yourself to become vulnerable in front of a person, you're taking a risk because you're lowering that armor that our society tells us to wear so that we can all function together on our shared run toward the cliff. But the alternative is showing a little vulnerable humanity and giving a chance for something better. This society thrives off of the abolition of human connection. It, it, it thrives off of commodifying every moment of our lives to the point where we have nothing even left to think about, much less resist against. And that's something that I think we need to put all of our efforts into stopping before it consumes us all. So, it's very hard to make a single point without becoming rambling and a bit repetitive. So I just want to leave you with this. If you don't feel all that great, if there's something bothering you, if you're feeling anxiety, if you're feeling like me, exhaustion, don't hide it. Don't do what the society wants you to do. Don't hide it because then all the people around you don't see another person suffering. And if you actually see people all around you suffering and suffering in a similar way, that gives us the chance to realize what might be happening to all of us. And it gives us a chance for something better. So I just want to thank you for, for listening to this. This is um, sort of an impromptu little rant of mine. But it's, it's something I, I've been mulling over for a while and been doing for a while 
And, and I, I, I really believe that there's some chance to have some sort of effective organizing around this because the amount of commonality that I see makes it very hard to believe that there isn't something here. And it's a discussion you can have with people without talking about the effects of capitalism, leftism, rightism. You can just have a human moment with a person and then see what goes from there. That sort of connection is one of the few things that gives us hope for a better world. And I hope we do have a better world because I'm probably going to be stuck in it for the next 50 years or so. And God willing, my children will be stuck in it for the next 70 years or so. And I'd like for them to have a situation that has the hope of the future being better rather than worse. So I'm exhausted. How about you? sky, the animals as they go about their lives. Fill the fire warm my body, fill the mud under my toes. But tonight this hell keeps me enclosed. For if we don't have our freedom, if we are captured by their iron hands, then the vision for fire it burns so much more bright. There's no justice in the system. A bigger cage is still a prison Well, I hope that somewhere someone breaks free tonight